Hey, good morning, everybody. John Millen with Benefit Hacker. Today, I'm going to talk about the three key values uh, that we look for in a potential client. This came up this week. We were talking to some consultants, and they said, "What are the values of your company?" And that's a pretty not vague. That's a pretty broad question, right? And so, I want to give some insight into what we said because it seemed to be a little unique, in a way. Um, And so, I thought I'd share it with you. So you can get a glimpse of who we really like to work with, because one of the things I've learned, not so long, not such a long time ago, is that I really don't want to work with everybody, and that's not the way I felt before. Like being in business eighteen years, I remember early on I would work with anyone with employees. It didn't matter if they turned over every month. It didn't matter if they treated their employees like saints or like crap. It didn't matter if the working conditions were horrible. Like there were so many things going on. I was like, I don't care. I'll take it. And that, maybe I had to go through that. We had to go through that as a, as a, a young company. Maybe everyone has to. I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it starting out. So we've learned that there are some filters, some three key attributes that we look for. And maybe this will help you in some way. Um, to what you look for, maybe it's for a potential client, maybe it's hiring an employee, right? It could the same thing could apply. So what are the what are the values that you have to see to proceed to the next step? All right, so here's our three. For us to work with a client, number one, the the employer has to view or the person we're, that we're talking to the most or the team of people, someone in that organization or the company itself, most likely it's a person, has to view the employees as an asset, not a liability. What do I mean by that? That, you know, you have to have that viewpoint naturally. Like you either think of your employees as a valuable asset in your business or organization, like meaning you wouldn't be where you were without the people. And I say that because not every business thinks that way. As much as you would you would maybe imagine they do. They don't. Some employers, and this is just based on 18 years of meeting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different types of companies, right? I don't know how many exactly, but lots and lots. Just meeting them, talking to them, getting a feel, listening to their language, seeing how they act. Their actions sometimes say a lot more than what they say. That some employers view the employees as like, hey, a necessary evil. Like, you know, yeah, it's kind of liability. Like, I wish I didn't have to have employees. I wish I didn't have to pay them. I wish I, did, I wish I didn't have to deal with the headaches. I wish I didn't have to hire and fire. That's okay. I'm not criticizing that. I'm just saying that's not someone that we want to work with typically. We want to work with employers that see their employees as an asset. And I'll explain in a second, but... And there are subtleties that we pick up that we figure out in talking to them, looking at what they have now, like what kind of benefits they're offering now says a lot about that. Like you can say you really value your employees and if I look at your benefits package and it's really weak, like all you do is pay half of medical only for employee only and that's the only thing you offer, either you're uneducated about benefits, which is a possibility, or you have a, a lazy broker you work with that's not, not bringing you any ideas, which is a possibility. Or you just don't want to go through the effort. 
or there's someone in your company that gives pushback like, oh, it's going to be too much work for payroll. Well, that payroll person either needs to get on the train if the culture is, hey, these are assets. We need to we need to make sure our employees are taken care of like an asset. That's the first one. Second, they view the benefits as an investment, not an expense. And that's really important because, yes, it is a line item expense coming off um, the business. Yes, you pay out money every month. Yes, absolutely. Yes, that money could be spent somewhere else. Absolutely. The money I spend for benefits, I could hire another employee. We have six employees. I could, I could use all that money. And hire an employee. Why don't I? Because I view my employees as an asset and I view, I view the money I'm spending as an investment into them. It's very subtle, but it's really important for us to know that distinction. Because if all they want to know is, okay, yeah, yeah, I love my employees. I want to do all of them, but I want the cheapest possible medical plan and I'm going to pay the absolute minimum amount then they're not viewing benefits as an investment because if you were investing in something, you would pour it all in as much as you could, balancing the cost. I'm not saying you go crazy, but you're not looking at it as just an out-the-door expense. You're, You're realizing you're investing in people to attract them, to retain them, to reduce financial stress, to reduce concern, to reduce anxiety, to keep them along for the long term. If they're good, you want them to stay. That's the second. Third, you have the courage to make a change if you either have benefits now with a broker and you have the courage to make a change to somebody else or you don't have anything now and you have the courage to make the leap and say, I'm going to start spending 1500 bucks a month as a start to give a really great medical package to my, to my 10 employees or 12 employees, whatever it is, right? You have to have that courage to make a decision. Everything's easy when you're talking. Everything's easy when you're looking at paper. Everything's easy when you can kind of do that. But until you make a commitment of money, of that investment, it doesn't matter. So that's the third piece. That person has to have the courage. And sometimes the courage has to come from that person because they're getting grief from someone else. It might be their partner in the business. It might be their current broker, Bob. They've been with 20 years, like, man, I like Bob. Bob, I play golf with Bob. Bob brings me pies. Um, I just, you know, I don't, I just don't know what to do. I want to, I want to stay with Bob. You know, I just can't tell Bob no. Then that's not it. That's not a client for us because if you don't have enough courage to look Bob in the eye and go, hey, man, I really appreciate everything you've done for me for 20 years, but I've learned some new things and I think we just need a fresh start and I really appreciate everything you've done, but we're going to be moving in a different direction. No hard feelings. Don't take it personally. This is a, this is something that I need to do for my company and my employees. That takes courage because you put the employee's needs above your own inadequacy and your own lack of self-esteem to make the decision to tell Bob no. And when Bob comes back and says something again um, and pushes back and pushes back, you say, I appreciate it, but no, I'm good. So I hope that helps. Those are the three things. View the employees as an asset, view the benefits spend as an investment, and have the courage to make a decision to do something about it.
Hope this is helpful. Check us out at hackmybenefits.com. If you have the courage, if you view them as an asset, and if you look at it as, as an investment, I would love to talk to you. Have a great day.